Hello, and welcome to the Literally Us podcast, a podcast about us, literally. Join Talia and Courtney as we navigate small business, motherhood, and life as we explore it here on the Sunshine Coast. Good morning and welcome to the Literally Us podcast. This is episode 14. I'm here this morning with Courtney. It's our first episode of 2024. How was your Christmas and New Year, Court? It was really good. Super busy. Um, but yeah, happy to be back in, into the swing of things, back into a bit of normality. Feels like um, a lifetime ago, doesn't it? Yeah, it really. really does. We didn't even know how to set up the tripod yeah, this we morning. <laughs> yeah, airplane oh. mode. We didn't have the tripod. We didn't know where that was. No, it was a bit of a We're here. How's your Christmas and New Year? Yeah, it feels like forever ago, but um, yeah, it was good. It was pretty cruisy. I think we. Um, I was a bit disappointed with the weather. I know that sounds yeah. a bit silly, but like I was really so hoping for a hot girl summer. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just like we lost power like three or four times. Like it was just so many storms and stuff. It made it hard with the boys. The boys were sick a fair bit too, which was a bit annoying. So I feel like I spent a lot of time at home. But um, so what it is, nice little break anyway. Yeah, for sure. It was good to have the salon closed. I think it was ten days all up, which was nice. Yeah, just to have no distractions and just Mm. to be. Um, That's lovely. But yeah, it's cool. 2024. Yeah, let's dive in. So I thought we could do um, today's topic about our ins and outs for 2024. So I really like listening to other people's goals. Yeah. Um, because sometimes you don't think of those things for yourself, but then when you hear other people's goals, you're like, oh, actually, I need to do that too. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and I think what I like about the whole ins and outs thing, and I, th- I don't know if it is new this year, but obviously it's gained a lot of traction this year is that it actually acknowledges not just like one goal, it's acknowledging what needs to go as well. So yeah. it's not just, I feel like it's really cool because it's like highlighting what you want to improve or what you want to add into your life, but it's also acknowledging what needs to go and what yeah. needs to be removed from your life. So it's not just like the standard save money, spend, yeah, spend yeah. less, save yeah, more, that you see my typical, go to the gym, yeah. you know, like it's, I feel yeah. like it's a little bit more and deliberate. And you do need to let go of, some things to let others in yeah and I think that's really important to kind of um yeah identify both of those yeah for sure so the layout of today will be um Courtney and I have come up with our we are like look you know new year new us we, <laughs> yeah, yeah we normally rock up to the podcast and be like okay so what are we talking about today which I think we do need to get better at and yeah. I feel better going into this podcast so do I I'm like what I, we're talking absolutely. about absolutely so maybe <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a, a collective ends yeah. is being more organised with yeah. our podcast and being more deliberate about what we talk about. But um, how we're going to do it is we've got three ins each, three outs each, and we'll start with our outs, what needs to go. Um, so we've written a couple of notes today, which, again, we never do. Go us. But hopefully we're not too jagged because normally I – see, my whole thing, even with speeches and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm better if I wing it. Because yeah. if I'm fumbling around looking for notes, like yeah, I, but we've only made dot points. Like this just, is this yeah, could be right. still very broad. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then like, we'll elaborate. You could elaborate. Yeah, yeah, you could elaborate on each. Um, so sure. I think you should start with your first out. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I actually struggle with my outs, and you're like, "That's because you don't have any outs." And I was like, "I do, but I don't recognize them mm. as." much but then yeah when I got thinking about it I think that's because which is, I think it's beautiful in the sense that you feel like you're already living a pretty balanced and aligned yeah. life but sometimes you do need to unpack what actually are the what what's the friction point yeah, right? That's like right what yeah what annoys you and then sort of unpack it from there to mm. be like I, that's that then then that's that then that's that and it unfolds a little bit from there and then there's that core theme yeah for sure 
Yeah. So what's your first anyway, out for 2024? So my first out for 2024 is accepting help. Mm-hmm. Um, I get so much help. I have a massive support network. But I do tend to say no or if I do say yes, the guilt behind that is like so bad I would rather send my son to daycare than ask someone to um help with him I don't know I think it's just something that you know mums need to do it all and Mm. I guess you kind of hold that responsibility and when someone else takes him so that you can rest at home yeah you you feel really guilty right so So the thing that's actually out is the guilt surrounding it surrounding Accepting help. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, You're not saying no to accepting help. No. Yeah, that's, accepting help yeah. is not out. The thing that is out is the guilt surrounding saying yes. Yeah. And like mum guilt, the two words together should never be even yeah. be put together, right? Like why is mum and guilt even like a thing? Um, so the other day we were at, so obviously I'm 30 weeks pregnant, quite large. That's quite tired. Fast. Yeah. 30 weeks. Yeah, nearly 30 weeks. Insane. Um, so, yeah, chasing a toddler is obviously super um, hard. I had a premie last time, so, like, getting a couple of niggles, you know, really tired, really fatigued, whatever. Mum offered to take him while I went home and had a sleep after we went to Underwater World the other day. And she literally didn't give me a choice. She just had him in his arms and she's just like, we're going. Um, and it took a lot for me to say no. Like, yes, I said no, like, three times. And then I was like, okay, just take him. I'll come over and get him in like a few hours once I rest. Anyway, so that was really nice. But then I got home and I'm like, oh, my God, like I've just given him away yeah. <laughs> to what, do nothing. Yeah. So I think I need to definitely let go of that guilt. No, um, that's, I think that's a good out. And I think um, I can definitely say I do the same thing. Um, more just like you don't want to inconvenience other people and yes. like you feel like, Say for resting, for example, like I feel like, oh, if, if I got the opportunity to rest, I'd be like, oh, I should probably should, mop or yeah, I yeah. should probably do the bathrooms because yeah. they're probably due. So I think it's yeah. also then when you do get the help for a specific thing, making sure you actually honour the thing that mm. you've been given yeah, the opportunity that's right. to do. Yeah. Um, I think moving sure. forward with having a new baby, I definitely need to accept help because I'm going to need it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, I get offered it all the time, but to actually accept that without feeling guilty, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's hard. Sure, I think that's definitely a good one. Um, do you want to do one of your outs? Yeah, so I've got things, events, people, tasks that don't feel aligned anymore, and I talk about it a lot in mm. general, and I think we've discussed it a lot um, on the podcast, but I do want to make it a little bit more of a, a strong theme in my life this year. Um, listening to my gut more um, and honouring when it just doesn't feel right and being okay to say no or to delegate that specific task or theme mm. or find a workaround if it doesn't if, it, if I feel like there's friction I feel like all the stuff I've looked into with human design has sort of told me that when it feels that way there's a reason it's feeling that way and so just to be really um yeah for me to just be like okay like I understand that not everyone wants to wake up and go to work every morning but if that and not go to work every morning like that's obviously a part of it is you need to do things that you don't want to do sometimes so I understand and hear that but if that thing is the thing that you're making your whole life about and mm. it's making you feel ick or hanging out with that person is making you feel ick or whatever yeah. it is. Not fulfilling you. If you, you yeah. feel drained after yeah. going for coffee with someone, you know, hearing that and not being like, oh, it's because they're this or it's they're experiencing that. If it's becoming a theme, mm. hearing that and then making a conscious decision to 
remove myself or back away slowly or whatever it is and not just pursue something because historically you have already done that yeah a lot in the past you know like yeah just because it's always been a certain way doesn't mean it has to continue Can, that way yeah. if you're not liking it yeah. if you're not happy if it's not aligned so change Basically. it's okay for change it's yeah okay it doesn't feel no. good yeah do something about it instead of just getting in that rut and accepting that this is how it is yeah so I think for me like I just there's a lot of things in my life that I feel like is, is a drain or it feels like it's hard work in it and it shouldn't feel that way no yeah um and so I just want to be really open to hearing mm. those feelings so that I can make a conscious decision about what to do next with it. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's great. What's my next one? Yeah, what's your next out? <laughs> Apart from your baby is an out. <laughs> Get that out. Literally. Um, trust my gut when making decisions. So this is probably more targeted That in... sounds like an in. I know it's an out for your list, but like when you well, flip that, I might have wrote it wrong. Yeah, your out is not trusting your gut. Yeah. Okay. Out is not trusting my gut. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I do trust my gut in terms of like when I opened the shop, it was very much like it felt right, rah rah. But now I have kind of relied on not so much, but I definitely take a lot of customer um, input on board. So if people mention a brand or if they mention something that we, uh, we should stock in the shop or whichever, I'll look into it and most likely stock it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time I don't trust my own. Mm-hmm. Um, Your own voice. My own voice, my own thoughts and what I think would sell and what would not. Um, so, yeah, I think I do definitely rely on getting advice from other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because it's an investment and I don't want to blame myself. I can yeah, be like, right. maybe that's. See, that person told me to get that. Yeah, it's their fault. It's not it's mine. It's their fault, not mine. <laughs> I knew that wouldn't do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, I think I need to let go of that because a lot of the time, like, when I have stocked things that has been ultimately my choice, like shoes, that was a massive investment and I did decide, like, no one told, like, no no customers told me to get that, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been great. Um, we'll continue to do that and probably expand on the range. So I know that – I know what – I know we'll sell, yeah, yeah. but I just need to trust myself because yeah. it is a big investment and, you know, like being a brand new business, you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. No, it's scary. Um, especially when buying clothes and things which go out of season and stuff like that. Um, but I do need to trust my own taste and my own kind of... Well, I think ultimately you're representing you in that business. So I think if that's going to get more and more diluted the more you listen to listen the people to around you. And yeah. it's not to say that you're not interested in customer feedback or um, because some of it will be valid, but it's yeah. being able to distinguish between what's valid and what isn't on brand yeah. um, for you because some ideas, they might be good ideas and you might, I don't know, you might sell out the mm. first time in a few weeks. Yeah. But if you then restock it, it might just dwindle out and yeah. it might not be really yeah. what it is well, when we you first, should focus on, yeah. you know, like, when we first opened, I had someone, like, obviously we had hardly any stock. I can't even believe that we opened like that. But yeah. you got to start somewhere. Um, someone said Subo bottles. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of them, obviously, brand new to the mm-hmm. business. And I was like, yep, yeah, cool, I'll get them in. And now it's my number one seller yeah, product right. in the shop. Yeah, that's so, um, yeah, it's what I sell most of. Isn't that crazy? That is weird. Mm. <laughs> um, it's something that goes off the shelf, like, every day. Yeah, it's right. quite big product. Um, if you haven't tried Subo bottles, they're fabulous. Yeah, I probably need to. You need to, to get on that train. Yeah. Do that. Um, but yeah, so I definitely need to take on board suggestions. Mm-hmm. But then I also need to listen to myself and trust my own gut. Gut. Yeah. 
when deciding whether or not to, especially if it's a big investment, like certain yeah. things are a couple grand to yeah, start yeah. with. Like that's, that's huge for a small business. Yeah, it's not like you can really dollars. taste test and see how it goes. No. I mean, what you do do well as well, though, is you utilise your social media following, following to gauge whether yeah. people are interested. And I think that's important if you yeah. do have an idea is to test yeah, test the waters that way before you actually do mm. invest. Like I don't want to get everything for myself, right? No. Because you're everyone only has representing tastes. yeah, you're only representing yeah. a small like piece I of the pie, might love something that someone else doesn't love and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I do need to quite a find a balance. Yes, I feel like yeah. that's cool. Um so mine is self doubt as well. So similar to yours yeah. in a way. Um but my my whole thing around self doubt at the moment is being fearful of failure. So I've had done so many things wrong in business in the past um, and I have truly learned from them, but I think it's almost gone too far that I'm now afraid of failure um, and it's yeah. something I'm definitely working on. And I think it's because, you know, financially we're in a position at the moment where we're a little bit tied. So there's not the risk wiggle, wriggle, no, there's not wiggle the risk room. wiggle room that we normally yeah. would have, which is fine. Um but it does make me doubt my decisions, similar probably to you, but I feel like there's a lot more pressure now. Like you've got two kids and a mortgage and all those things that when I did everything else, I didn't have that responsibility. So it was a lot easier to take the leap on things. Mm. But it's almost like I've then taken it too far and I'm scared to try anything, scared to invest in certain things. Um, So I just kind of want to sort of acknowledge that because I, I feel like if I continue to only see ways to fail with ideas, that, that's all I'll continue to notice. So um, I think I saw something and it was like, you know, success won't find me if I'm blind to see how that can happen. So it's almost like, you know, if you see, if someone says, oh, how many Hyundais did you see on the way to work? Like you're probably going to say none because you weren't looking for them. But I want to yeah. be a bit more conscious about looking for ways to succeed because I feel like even with conversations with friends, like even conversations with you, like I know that I, I, I'm really conscious of not coming off as negative because I can see how things can yeah. fall over so quickly yeah. because I've been there and I've lived that. But I've obviously had this business for nearly six years. So at the same time, there's things that work, oh, but I yeah. need to be more deliberate about trying to see the sunny side a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then trusting my gut again and not being so full of self-criticism yeah. and doubt. You do doubt yourself a lot. Yeah, and I never, and I see a lot of myself in you when I was younger in the sense that I didn't have any fear. Like, I was just like, oh, you know, fuck it, what's another 10 grand? Like, that was in my head, like, oh, fuck it, we need, we need that art and we, we need, you know, comfier basins and we definitely need those side tables, like, you know, and you would justify everything and anything. Realistically, like, I could have saved honestly $100,000 if I was a little bit more bare bones and I feel like I am paying the price for that now. Um... I was very trigger happy with like expanding and trigger happy on, yeah, getting a bigger location. And, you know, a lot of these things have bitten me. They've obviously been fantastic in terms of education, but now I'm a lot more reserved and I hate that. Yeah. Because I know that's not my true. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my true self. Yeah. Um, But I also need to get in a better position so that I can be in a position to make more, um, take more risks as well and trust my gut a little bit more. So. Yeah. I'm hoping 2024 is the year that we can like kind of self doubt. Oh, I'm literally like you. You're freaking amazing. I you're know. good at what you do. You need to own it. I know. But you need yeah. to own it. I do. That's a yeah. for you. I'm afraid. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Well, here's me saying you need to own it. My next one says owning my input. Wait, this is that sounds like an in. Um, 
So you're out then is the flip of that, which is <laughs> like because I'm younger, I sometimes feel like I can't have a voice. Yeah. Um, so I need to let go of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am young, but I don't think that matters. Like age is just a number. In your head, but then when it comes to daily interactions, you probably shy away from some difficult conversations. Yeah. Um, when you are talking with suppliers and stuff like that, I feel like you are in a position actually to have a, a harder size, stance on yeah. things. Stance? Stance on things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you probably are a little bit like, yes, yes, no worries, I'll pay that. When maybe I think my opinion on where you're at is you're in a position to actually negotiate those things. And something I learned with the salon as well is um, just because the supplier sends you the price on something or just because the landlord sends you the price on something, just because you know, doesn't mean that's what you actually have to pay. That's when the negotiation starts. Mm. And that's your job then to man up, yeah, woman up and start negotiating. It's like, yeah. that's actually, and but you also then have to be willing to walk away. Yeah. You know, so mm. I think you'll save thousands of dollars if you can get to a place. And I remember somebody telling me, it's like with, um, like so the salon products, like you, if you want a brand in there and you don't want to pay what they're charging, say, this is what I will pay. Do you want my business? And yeah. And I think for you, like you're in that new phase where you just need to obviously get product in and all those things. But if you're talking with suppliers, negotiating website pricing, negotiating yeah. those things, like you're in the driver's seat. And I think and you, I, I need to own you that. Own that. Yeah. Yeah. I need to not be like, oh, I'm only young there. You yes, know, yes, sir. I'll jump. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do whatever you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that comes in fact with everything, like having stuff. Like my girls are older than me. So, yeah. like, I feel like sometimes that. I don't have any say because I'm this young. This is like the like, imposter syndrome podcast yeah. episode we did and I'm the same. I'm yeah. not a hairdresser, so how do I give feedback yeah. to people who've been doing hair for 20 yeah. years? I'm like, who am I to tell them off when I'm only this old? And then but the that feedback really gets so ridiculous. diluted that yeah. you've actually missed the mark and then you've done you a disservice. You've done yeah. them a disservice because you've not been completely honest. Mm. And then, therefore, your customers pay the price of that, you know. Yeah. So I think it's just owning your space. Yeah. And people and have I'm been telling business, me that like, for years, I, I'm in business. Like it needs to be, yeah, I need to speak up for myself and mm-hmm. not worry about my age, <laughs> I yeah. suppose, and feeling like I um, don't have experience and yeah. all of that. Um, yeah, actually funny you say that. I emailed, you'd be so proud of this, mm-hmm. I emailed one of my book suppliers saying, is there any better price you can do for these? This is only a 30% markup. Yeah. Um, for retail, that's not very much. And by the time you, you know, pay like postage, yeah. GST on top of that. Ads to sell them. Yeah. Ads to sell it, then staff to sell it, you know, factoring in all of this. So I said, if I order more quantities, can the price go down? And she come back straight away and was like, oh, funny you say that. I'm re-evaluating my wholesale prices. Um, I'll send you something now. So I was like, oh, yeah. Like, so if you don't ask, you don't if get. If you don't ask, you don't get. Um, and I felt like I was really owning my power, I suppose, mm-hmm. in my buying they power. Want, yeah, because, they want your business. Yeah, right? I'm like, I love your stuff. I love your books. But ultimately, I probably shouldn't be stocking this in terms of yeah. this is not beneficial for me at all. Yeah. Um, but I want to stock your books. So is there anything we can work out? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I felt like I, I was that. pretty cool doing that. But I need to do that more because... Well, not, I'm not, like, I'm genuinely, like, I love your stuff. Yeah, okay. You're not being a bitch for the sake of it. No, no, no. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. But from a small business point of view, I'm like, you would understand that this is expensive to run a small business. Like, is there anything we can work out? I'll buy more quantities. Yeah, that's right. If the cost can go down per book. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, But, yeah. 
Um, so my last out is, um, I'm going to read it because it's kind of long and I feel like this was really powerful exercise in general. So if you haven't done it, I do recommend yes, it. Yes, everyone needs to do it. For yeah, because sure. I, I was like, I don't do a goals. Like normally Cody and I, we do like a theme for the year. Like last year we wanted to have more fun. We did more travel. Like last year that was kind of our theme. This year I don't really fully know what our theme is, but it's probably to consolidate and just get back on track with finances and just Be simplify. Yeah, yeah, simplify yeah. things because things have gotten really complicated and yeah. messy. So anyway, so we normally do a theme, but I felt like this was a good exercise in itself. Um, so being embarrassed and awkward about all the different avenues, different avenues, interests, businesses and change that I have in my life, embracing that I'm not a master of anything specific, but I have a unique set of random skills in many areas that makes me a bit of a jack of all trades and helpful to so many. I get so awkward about like my identity in general, like when someone says, oh, what are you working on at the moment? Or, you know, when you go to like a party or something like, oh, what do you do? Uh, it's like, I don't know how to answer that. And I really want to get better at that. Like if someone asks me what I do, I feel like I have to say, I own a hair salon, but I'm not a hairdresser. I don't know why I have to like go into that detail because people always just assume I'm a hairdresser then and start asking me questions about their hair. And then I feel awkward to then stop them mid like potential consultation and I'm like okay I'm not actually a hairdresser I just own the salon oh that's interesting and then it kind of unpacks yeah which and then you're like fine. hold on but I didn't tell you what I actually do what I actually do is yeah I have um I'm a like sort of freelance marketing person now and that's sort of my interest at the moment yeah. I'm like I would love to explore podcasting further like I want to mm. see where this can go like I like we've spoken about over the break like putting on events and stuff like that like I would love to sort of lean in on that avenue of things um obviously I'm a mom and all those sorts of things and you're trying to tick all the boxes there so I feel like it's just you're just not one thing yeah you're, and I, you're a jack of all trades yeah. that's what you are and being okay with that but I need yeah. to come up with like some sort of summary sentence yeah. and stop being awkward about myself because I feel like not that it's embarrassment because I'm not embarrassed but it's like it's this awkwardness and I feel like mm. I just want to be able to somehow succinctly put into a summary what it is that I like doing or what I do because I feel like I don't, when that's wishy-washy to me, my actions follow through as wishy-washy too yeah. and I feel very... And you're not owning it, you're not confident, you're not... Yeah, I'm not confident and I feel like this multifaceted sort of squirrel brain then comes across in to the re into reality because mm. that's what I'm sort of then portraying accidentally. Yeah, you know? we need to work on something there. Yeah, and I guess we'll talk a bit more about that into when we get into our ins. But, yeah, I just I want to get out the fact that it's a negative thing to have yeah. lots of different interests. And if I start something new, not being like, yeah, I know it's something new, but, like, I was really interested in it and I wanted to listen to that and lean into it. Like, there's so many ideas that I have every day that I would yeah. love to, like, do. Which we've spoken about. You love your own ideas. Yeah, girl. I love like, new things. I'm like, I would have, like, I think 10 that's different online stores if I could. You. But, yeah. like, I can't right now. But, like... I just I see all these things and I want to do them, but I'm yeah. like, okay, no, focus. And it's this conflict that I have that I, I think I just need to let go of because I feel like that's actually not who I am if I was to focus. Yeah. So I feel like I just need to embrace all the different things and be okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Everyone's so different and that's just a quality of yours, not, not a... Yeah, it's like not a negative thing. No. Um, but anyway, there are outs and I feel like... Yeah, with goals and New Year's resolutions, it's all about what's going to change and come mm. in. Um, but, I, yeah, like I love, like what I said earlier, is that I think sometimes you yeah, have to make room for those things to come in. Yeah, we need to get rid of some things to make room for new things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So our ins, what's your number one ins? 
well, not this is no particular order. <laughs> um, new friendships. So working on my current friendships and new ones and making sure I make time for those. Mm. Um, obviously, time is sometimes hard to find. Um, but I am finding in the shop I'm actually making so many friends that I could actually explore that with that I feel like I can, like they're not just a customer at that point. Um, but maybe I'm kind of like hesitant because obviously I don't like. want to cross that line, um, which is actually how Talia, our staff member, not you, yeah. the other one, another Talia, that's how she came in my life. Like she was literally a customer mm -hmm. and she would come in and we got along so well and she just mm -hmm. asked me to catch up for coffee and that's how it started. Mm -hmm. um, and now we hang out all the time but we do have that balance between work and, you know, yeah, friendship. But, yeah, and I felt like making time for that has really fulfilled me and filled my cup because, you know, we're on the same page. We're both mm. mums. Yeah. Like, it's really nice friendship. And I think yeah. exploring those I think will be important for me because, yeah, good friendship is... I think in this phase of life, um, for sure, like, I think... You have lots of historical friends, and we've sort of spoken about this in terms of curating your circle in the sense that you've got your, your school friends or your uni friends or your old work friends or whatever at that, your childhood friends, whatever. Um, but sometimes when you enter a new phase of life, you yeah. need different types of friends yeah. to sort of level you up in that new area. So, for example, mums, like, it's why they really push mums groups and stuff yeah. like that. And a lot of mums now who have had children in the COVID era, like ourselves, those sorts of things weren't really prevalent and they're sort of resurfacing now which is obviously great um but I think as well as like adults it's really hard to form connections because I feel like there's this unique balance between looking eager and keen to have a new friend and also then being too much for somebody yeah. because I know for me for example it's like I like having people to talk to yeah but I don't want to see you every week I don't want to see no. you because I I'm busy and that's like I me and you, though. Like, we don't hang out. No, but I, I will text you. Like I We will, message every day. Yeah, like, it's – you need that low-commitment friendship, mm. too, sometimes. So it's like finding somebody who acknowledges where you're at so that you can have a successful friendship without yeah. then adding another burden to your mental yeah. load, you know, because I feel like if you're going into a new friendship and one person's expecting three playdates a week and the other person just wants somebody to message every now and then when you have had a hard night – if that's not in alignment, then there's yeah, going to be future friction. Yeah. And for me, it's like, yeah, I want people in my life that are not going to feel like another to-do list item because I already get quite overwhelmed with all yeah. the things that I need to do and yeah. to maintain the current friendships that I already have. Um, but, yeah, similar to you, you don't want to say no to new friendships mm. because you don't know what door that will open, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a really cool in, um, especially for you, I think, as you enter motherhood for the second yeah. time. Um, I definitely know I need to explore that and have a support network and not kind of coop up at home. I need 100%. to make sure I'm exploring new people and, yeah. yeah. No, that's really important. But not even happen. new people, just current people as well. Yeah, fostering what you've already got, yeah, you know, because you can easily neglect um, yeah. people. Like I know I've got a handful of friends like, like I message maybe once a quarter, I'll see them three times a year, but, yeah. you know, they know that they're yeah, busy, they're I'm busy, they're, like, and it's, there's no pressure on that. If I take three business days to reply, it's yeah. okay. Like yeah. you don't have to be like, like I've got one friend, we don't even say sorry for not replying for a week. It's like, it's just an unspoken thing yeah. now. Like, you know, like I've read it when I was probably at a traffic light or, you know, something, yeah. you know, it's, 
Yeah, so I think you need those low commitment yeah, friends too. I agree. Um, so my ends, my first one is understanding and valuing my worth, similar to what we were just talking about. Understanding my skills and experience are worth it. Getting comfortable for charging for that and mm. asking for the sale. So for me, like within my freelance business, um, I... I've got like so many opportunities at the moment, which is really awesome and it's exciting and it's fun, but asking for the sale and doing the proposal and doing the quote and getting to the point where it's actually like, okay, I've sent you pricing. Then the follow-up that goes around, like, are we doing this? Like I get really not, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or if it's just not it's not really because truly, you're an impost, like that's, that's what know, you do. That's what you're good at. That's what you're qualified in. It's terrifying to me. And so what is in is understanding that I'm worth what I'm asking for and knowing that I don't charge too little because if I charge too little, I'm only going to resent the work later when yeah. other bigger opportunities come in. Um, so I feel like... Or if you feel like then you've undercharged and you're doing all this extra work, work when you yeah. really should have charged this much. And But then if I do that, acknowledging that and being comfortable to then mm. have the conversation around it because for me, I because I used to have a marketing freelance business and it was great, but similar, like... It, grew and we had employees whatever but it got to a point where I had foundation clients who were just not not paying enough that I was essentially just paying my employees and then it got into a position where I was not paying myself enough anymore because I just had to cover costs and all those sorts of things so I need to sort of future-proof this business and make sure that whatever I charge is going to cover the growth as well that I want um so I think charging a certain amount sort of shows that you are legit and you are confident you are good at what you do like if you're going to charge a cheap rate they must be like oh why is she so cheap yeah that's you know what i mean like there's also that oh that photographer is really cheap i wonder why this one's really expensive she must be good 100 percent. so you need to make sure like obviously happy medium Mm -hmm. but if you're too cheap people are going to be like well she mustn't do a good job which obviously that's not the case but i know you look at things, mm. wedding photographers. I remember when I was booking my wedding, I'd be like, well, that one's cheap. That one's more expensive. I'm I'll get the more expensive one because they must be better. Yeah. You need to think of that when I you're know. quoting. I do. I do. So that is in knowing what I'm worth. I've got experience. I know what yeah. I'm doing um, and making sure that I'm setting up this business for the future yeah. so that if I do need to hire success, more people. success, like 100%. You, you like don't want to set it up from the start for failure. No. I know. Not that, like, not that you're going to fail, but do you know what I mean? Like undercharging is just not starting right. No. You know? But then I get in my head as well. I'm like, oh, but I really want this client and I'd love to work with her because then if I work with her, um, it could branch into that. You need to find that. Would, that yeah, that's right. So I'm like, I know it's going to be foundation clients for a little while, but they're going to be, I know they're also going to be the stepping stone to bigger opportunities. Yeah. So it's about making sure there is that. I want them to say yes because I need them to say yes for future. Yeah, it's finding that balance, but mm. understanding I don't want to cut myself, sell myself short. Yeah, absolutely. Um, My next one was, why is there only two there? Anyway, um, embracing motherhood. So obviously due for a second baby, I want to embrace the really hard times. Yep. Try to. Lean in. Lean into that shitty stuff. Um, because with banks, I felt like I wished it away almost because yeah, it was so hard. I was just like, yep, yeah, if we just get through like two more months, he'll be so much better then. And then I'm like, but no, he's so big. Mm. You know, like I even said to Zach last night, I was like, we just need to embrace the sleep deprived because 
you can sleep when you're dead. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's not going to be forever. No. And I'm like, I need to really hold on to that um, because, yeah, like I know how important mm-hmm. newborn stage is. They don't sit still for long, you know. They yeah. start moving and then they don't want to cuddle you and all of that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm like, I need to really hold own on that to space, that yeah. and own, on, own own the hard stuff, own the tired, like, who cares if you're but tired? You know what? Get Your baby over might it. not even be like that. Like, I well, honestly yeah. can't tell you the difference between Benjamin and Alexander. Like, I mean, Alexander, we're paying for it now. He's a little cyclone. But as a baby, he was so much better than Ben, mm. you know, like so much better. So I think sometimes you don't want to go into it. Like, yeah, go into it being like, we can do this and I'm going to own it. But you know what? Be open to the fact that he might not. Yeah, she might she not might be, be. Yeah. I'm also like, like that. She's going to be good. Like, we're going to be more relaxed. We're going you know to know what you're doing this time. Yeah. Right? We know what to expect if things get hard. and You're going to accept help this time. Yes. <laughs> We're going to work as a better team. If you've listened to one of the episodes, we kind of spoke yeah, about how to... we did not. No. We were both up. If one was no. up, we we're both up, which is so lovely. Um, but I said to Zach, nah, you cannot be up when I'm up. No. Like, that's ridiculous. You, you need one functional yeah. mental sound parent. I think that's something I've definitely learned from a lot of our friends is if you've got this is obviously everyone has their own experiences. There's a little disclaimer and don't want to be judgy, whatever. But I do think um, there's – you do need to divide and conquer. Someone really needs to be there for your toddler, I think, once you've got two. In saying that, I don't – I feel like it's like a 90, 90% mum when it comes to the second baby and 10% dad. Like, he still needs to build that connection or whatever else. Yeah, he does. But you're going to probably find that Banks is going to be a little bit unsettled for a few months too and yeah. Banks is really going to need to lean on somebody, you know. So I feel like you can't – give from an empty cup you need yeah. one of you needs to be at least sleeping yeah. a little bit and all those things so I think yeah yeah I'm just gonna yeah, you need to tag go in and more. embrace it more who cares sure. if you're tired if they're not sleeping one night you know don't make it the end of the world yeah and yeah embrace watch it. this space yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do episode 30 and, and I'll be like be even functioning I'm never so having any more kids <laughs> yeah, like that's it um so my next in is my so we're nearly done um, saying yes. So opportunity is everywhere. If you're willing to see it and accept it with open arms, who knows where that will go and what doors that could open. I think similar to my outs is that there's opportunities everywhere. And if you're doubting yourself all the time or you're not even open to new things, things will just pass you by, you yeah. know? Um, so I want to be really vigilant in terms of what opportunities are surrounding me, what keeps presenting itself, mm. what idea can I not let go of? What do I keep talking about? What am I Googling in my spare time over and over and over again? What am I talking about with my friends? What do people keep asking me for that I'm saying no to? And yeah. why am I saying no to those things? You know, yeah. like um, the universe gives you truly what you need. Um, it, you feel like, I feel like you do, you're interested in specific things for a reason. And I think sometimes when you're in a specific rut or a specific situation, like I found myself in, in the last 12 months is you just say no to everything because you're in survival mode. But sometimes the key to getting out of those situations is saying yes yes to something and just changing it up. And maybe just by changing directions slightly, Mm. you might just get a little bit better of a runway. Um, Personally. That was my third in. Oh, was new opportunities. Okay. So um, adding to that, I suppose this year for me will be quite a big change in opportunities. Yeah. Um, I'm working on something pretty cool. I'm so very excited about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, but again, like I could really pull the pin. It is quite a massive thing. Um, but I am leaning into the opportunity, which you think I'm probably crazy for. I don't think you're crazy, but it's almost like my out. I'm like, just be careful. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm reserved now. But 10 years ago, me would have been like, yeah. 
fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm like, gonna live through you right yeah, now, but I'm also, I, know, right? I wanna protect you because I love yeah. you as a friend. So it's like, I wanna like I make know what, sure that I'm helping you. Is, yeah, I, I wanna make sure yeah. that I'm giving you what I have learned, but also then making sure I'm not being negative in certain no. areas because I don't want your bubble to burst, you know? No, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> I am being <laughs> open-minded to, you know, what can go wrong and all yeah, of those sure. things. But I do need to, like, I, been back and forth, you know, yeah. like, um, but yeah, I think I need to be open to opportunities and yeah. what it could bring and all of that. So yeah, adding on to that, yeah. New opportunities, say yes. Love that, love that. Okay, so my last in is being more present in each moment. So whether this is at work with friends, with kids, my husband, or just when I'm on my own, um, I feel like the amount of multitasking that I do and the amount of multitasking we all do, mm. it's leading to this like squirrel brain where I'm doing things half-assed all the time. I'm forgetting so much. Um, well, sometimes you don't even know where to start because there's so much to do. It's so overwhelming yeah. and I feel like I just need to be a little bit more deliberate about when I am with a certain person. Like even sometimes like I can feel myself, someone's talking to me and I'm thinking about something else. It's not even that I'm looking at my phone, but I'm thinking about something, say, Cody's asked me to do that I just can't forget, can't forget. Like, literally, I'm thinking right now, like, don't forget to buy toothpaste. Like, that is literally my That's brain ridiculous. right now. So, like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I just want to be more present in the thing that I'm doing, being more deliberate. Like, I've talked about the fact that I've never really been a list person, but I really think I need to embrace that. Yeah, I've really embraced my, my calendar. Like, yeah. I've, my, I've got so many appointments and stuff at the moment for the kids, like, when I'm at the salon, I want to be at the salon, you know, or when I'm, you know, doing a specific job for a client, just completely like close when you're all in the other tabs. Yes. Close the other tabs. Yeah, put airplane mode on and be more deliberate and more present yeah. in those moments because similar to you, like I feel like, um, especially with the boys, like I'm trying to be a little bit more conscious because I feel like I was getting so agitated with them at the end of last year because I was just trying to do so much and I felt like every minute I was letting somebody else down because I hadn't got that thing to them. I hadn't got the roster changes back. I haven't done my price increase stuff yet. Like it's always like, just give me a second. I've just got to get this reel out. Like, and I just have to realise that something's got to give and I feel like I'm going to blink and these like Benny's going to be at school next year you know like and he's you're going to be beside yourself because he's going to be away five I know away. I was looking I'm, I'm that person I was looking at the uniform bloody I haven't even got into this school yet but I'm like looking at the uniform I think he's going to be so cute like I wonder what house he's going to get put in yeah <laughs> like I don't know like I've learned good in um and then but, you'll regret, oh, I shouldn't have posted that reel. I should have waited till he was in bed then. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And, you know, he goes to bed so early because he's up at 4.30 every morning. So it really, like, I think I just need to be more deliberate about my time because this time is yeah. short. Um, and, like, even this last week, like, Ben. Time had, is borrowed, not guaranteed. That's beautiful. Who are you with the quotes? That's my job. I know, sorry. <laughs> I follow yeah. this lady and she always says that's what's stuck with me forever. Time is borrowed, not guaranteed. You never know when your last day is. That's sad. Yeah, sorry, that was weird. That was, <laughs> that was a bit morbid. It was, but, but no, time important. is borrowed. You don't, you're never going to get this time back. And I remember, like, this week, like, Ben had pneumonia. We've been in and out of hospital um, for the last few days, and he's an asthma kid and all these things, so it was a bit yuck. And I just remember feeling at one point being, like, really frustrated that I haven't been able to go to the salon, I haven't been able to do the work that I needed to do, and getting, like, it was a few moments where I was really frustrated at him, and I'm like, he is so sick. Like, this is not his fault. Like, why are you, like, angry? Yeah. Like, if I don't update those website images right now, like, the client does not care, like, yeah. all those things. So, yeah, I think in this year is being more present because yeah. um, being somebody's mum is the one job that isn't re replaceable, you yeah. know? Like, you can't 
you know, if I stuff up this marketing gig, there's a hundred other marketing people that this client can use or whatever it is, you know, like, but you can't be somebody else. Like no one else is going to be a mum to these kids and they need you. So, um, yeah, I just need to be really deliberate, I think, with that and stop being so forgetful because I'm multitasking You need to write notes or something. Yeah, I do. And that's not in your brain. No, it's on paper. Yeah, no. Or in your phone. I know, I know. On that. All right, that was a long episode. Hopefully it wasn't. I'm sweating. Um, But, yeah, hopefully that kind of maybe gives you guys a bit of a catalyst of things that you can think about for your 2024 ins and outs. We're a little bit late in terms of, like, New Year's direction, but I don't think it's ever really too late to ever evaluate where you're at and what you can change in your life, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a big, happy, successful year. There's something, I'm not into numerology, but I keep seeing things about 2024 is a year of um, good things. So hopefully that's what this year brings for everyone. And Sure it will. Yeah, we've got some exciting things we're working on here. And um, yeah, we appreciate your support. So leave us a review, share it with your friends, post your stories. If you've got any questions or you want to Give us a topic idea or something. That would yeah, be really that. helpful. Please give us a topic idea. Yeah, we, we I don't have any more for next week. <laughs> no, I know. Actually, I thought of something on the way in, but I didn't write it down, so I've forgotten it. And yeah, that's pretty much the day of my life. Really annoying. Yeah, Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. This is the Literally Us podcast. Bye.